Disclaimer, we know nothing really about Formula One. Sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true. I like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about. Welcome to Formula One. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to F1 Purple Rain with me, Dom. And me, Ryan. This is the most on-time on official podcast. I think it's going to be out, if I can get it, it'll be out within a couple of hours of qualifying. So, actually... Like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, Ted's notebook is on my TV and I am recording a pod, the podcast. <laughs> This is unheard of. Yeah, this is as quickly as we've managed to do it. To be honest, we planned quicker, but um, yeah, I don't know if you can see Ryan. There's a child in the background on an iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like he, <laughs> he hasn't moved. It's like a doll. It's like a doll. It's just hasn't, he hasn't moved. He's just sat there. Like class parenting. <laughs> so at any half point. A, half, a, half a three, just expect, just expect Dom to go, will you shut up back there? I'm busy. <laughs> Any moment now, we're playing with fire. I, I could have to end the podcast early, so. So let's get straight into it. Uh, he does look like prequel. a <laughs> yeah, yeah, He does look like a mannequin, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he just hasn't moved. Good parenting. Uh, yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, so any any quick pre-qualifying news? Uh, yeah, I have actually. Max Verstappen has come out and said that he might leave F1 if uh, the new changes come into place with uh, F1, which is interesting. Moving swiftly yeah, on. Cause it keeps, cause, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Dark just keeps making like all loads of like random things up in his head. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll get rid of free practice. Oh, no, I'll not get rid of free practice. I want to have rewards for practice. But what I call practice, there's too many practices. <laughs> we should have sprint races every week. Um, yeah, yeah. Basically, the sport is in a terrible place, and the FIA are scrambling to try and fix it. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah, look. To be fair, if they make changes and Max leaves, I'll not be a too, I'll not be too upset. <laughs> uh, the question is, if they make changes and Red Bull leave, that would be the best scenario. Like. My God, I will be delighted. Um, in other news, do you have other news as well, Ryan? Nope. Fan. I don't think so. Do I? If I said you think, I can't remember. Fantastic. I can't remember. I have. It is. I'm very tired this morning. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. Did we mention this earlier in the week with the pre-Australia or not about a certain person being in the paddock? Oh, yes. Uh, so, for people who uh, are unaware, uh, Michael Massey has been in the paddock this weekend as he is looking after another uh, series of motorsport that also takes place this weekend. Uh, but he was just down about the paddock as if nothing was happening. He'd done anything wrong ever. Was talking to drivers, having handshakes, and was embracing a certain Jonathan Wheatley, the man who convinced him. To completely ruin the credibility 
of F1. I didn't know how you were going to finish that sentence. I was quite enjoyed <laughs> waiting for you to tie it up. Yeah, for those of you who don't know who Michael Massey is, um, he's a book. He's the most controversial person in the sport after he basically decided that uh, Lewis Hamilton wasn't going to be allowed to retain his eighth world championship because I don't know, he was paid under the table. Good luck yeah. suing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck finding who you are, find out who we are. Oh yeah, it's really, really. Yeah, there's videos and everything of me online now. So <laughs> good, yeah, good yeah, luck. Yeah. yeah, good luck finding me. Another <laughs> uh, news as well. There was something about uh, the mechanics not being allowed to climb on the pit straight uh, fencing. A part of this has always been. In the regulations, they've never enforced it. Like jewelry gate, they like never enforced game. it. Um, so fence gate um seems to be crap that's head up. So uh, we'll <laughs> we'll see if a certain team and driver wins this weekend. Will they enforce that regulation or just let it slide? Uh, well, I mean, you mean like jewelry gate where they kept saying they're enforcing it, but how one keeps doing what he wants to do. Well, should they keep uh, bring the stewards keep releasing their um, jewelry thing every every race now, where Hamilton has to keep getting this all all clear from the race stewards. So it'll be interesting to see if a certain team wins. Will they be like, "Oh no, you can't jump on the fence"? Oh no, but you can because you can just do whatever you want. Have you also? Um... Moving on from fence gate, I like the FIA fence gate, and it's not nothing to do with fencing as much as I wish it was. Uh, yeah. Have you also seen uh, Horner has come out and made comments about Lewis Hamilton's comments? Oh, I don't know what I, he said. I really gave a lot of information there. <laughs> did you hear that yeah, someone yeah, made yeah. comments about comments? Did you hear that? Did you hear that somebody said something, but someone else had said? <laughs> Welcome to F1 Purple Rain, where we just talk vaguely about everything. Yeah, yeah, we let you fill in the gaps. Um, basically, Lewis Hamilton came out and said that the RB19 is the most dominant, uh, dominant, dominant, uh, fastest car he had seen in 17 years on the grid. Yep, which way do you think uh, Red Bull went, uh, Horner went with this? Do you think he pointed the finger at Mercedes or do you think he was flattered? I think he pointed the finger at Mercedes. So would I, but he was flattered. Must what? be. So you tell me. He tell me he's some in a roundabout way agreed with what Lewis said. I'll tell you what he said. He said uh, he's describing them as flattering, especially from a driver with the recent history of Hamilton. A bit of on the <laughs> so a recent history. So is that a bit of a dig? I don't. I don't understand Christian Horner. Well, it's obviously very flattering, particularly considering some of the recent cars that Lewis has driven in recent history. So it's not. It's yeah. less flattering. But like everyone is taking Lewis's quotes out of context, and they're all going mental. Said how how can Hamilton say this when he's had such dominant cars? He wasn't talking about like it's yeah. He's still there. Um, he was talking about just how fast they are with the DRS open in a straight line. That's what he was saying. Like, yeah. if you read his quote, he said, I've never seen a car that quick with DRS open. Yeah. 
Well, it was and everyone's like, like, oh my God, like, have you seriously lose Hamilton's one races by like a minute or like 50 seconds? He's like, yeah, but he's not talking about it. Yeah. It's all people about context. The, people are just changing the narrative to fit what they the, their own stupid agenda because they obviously don't like him. It's like, if you read and listen to what he said, it makes perfect sense. I've not seen a car that be as, as quick as the Red Bull with the DRS open. It's lightning quick with that DRS open. Oh, and it's just, it's especially like with Australia. Especially in Australia now having four DRS zones this 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 year. So it's gonna be it's gonna be extremely in, inter, interesting. No, exactly. I mean, I'll be interested to see how fast they are on these really uh, high speed tracks. But I mean they said it was the fastest track, wasn't it, Saudi? So let's see. Mm. I mean, it was mad. They were overtaking them like it was um one of them was driving a Mini Cooper and the other one was driving an F1 car. So, yeah. But uh, we actually need to talk about qualifying, but I have two more points that we keep forgetting off our list of points to talk about because we go on long okay. long rants. Yep. So we'll cover them quickly. Uh, we didn't mention uh, VW, Audi or Porsche, are now all backed out of the sport, probably because the yes. sport is in disrepair and Red Bull are running the sport at the moment. Yeah, that's, that's that topic covered. Yeah, nailed it. Lastly, we forgot to mention the gender gender equal team. Yes, so apparently there is talks of instead of Audi, Porsche, and all the rest of the major uh, manufacturers coming to the sport, there's now be a gender equal team. So it'll be 50 50 men and women. I just cannot wait to see it. I mean, um, that is all I'm going to say on that subject because we don't want to get too much into. Um, how many genders there are, or should be, or could be? How many there are? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Moving swiftly on. Uh, I'm so let's go to the topic of this actual podcast: is the Australian qualifying. Yeah, and I cannot believe that I finished work last night at half ten and woke up at six a.m. to watch this. I did I actually manage. I did manage to get bed a little bit early, but I was texting you and no replies. Like, ah, he's either already <laughs> asleep and he's ahead of the head of the curve, or is it work? The last. So, I, I think that this is. I don't know if this is only the third qualifying year, but this is the best qualifying we've had this season. The most interesting qualifying we've had this season. I concur. It is like Jensen Button said. It was like. It had rained during one half of qualifying and then the track dried up because that's how the drivers were treating it. Yeah, to be honest, I've not seen a session like this in a long time, especially considering it wasn't wet. It was just a cold, damp track, but it was fantastic. And uh, it's not just because the result came in that uh, close to what we won. It just in general, every every session was really, really interesting to watch. The evolution was so mad that people just didn't come in for new tyres. Yeah, just... like like usually see about like five or six minutes towards like the end of like the session, everyone's in the pits waiting. But they're all out just just driving around. <laughs> there was just constant traffic on the whole on just... the track. And yeah, it was just a mad session. It was that's what <laughs> it was almost like the reason they brought in sprint races to give someone an actual session with all the cars on the track, because quite often people just sit in the garage and do the one lap and come back to the garage. But I mean, I've never seen as well a car come in. And go back out with old tires on. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like when like Lance Stroll 
They're like, here, do you want some new, new, new brand new slicks? He's like, no, these scrums are faster. I'll stay out. Thank you. <laughs> like, it's completely like, remove the point of tires, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like he needs brand new tires because I'll be out on the scrubs. But like, every, like loads of people were like locking up. Loads of people were hitting like the curbs were still wet from when it had rained like this morning or last night. So people were just sliding off curves. There was a lot of drifting going on, which is always looks insane in an F1 car because it just looks so unnatural for the car, for a yeah. car like that to drift. It looks mad. People were in gravel. People were in the gravel. Anyone people in particular just stuck behind everyone? Ah, oh, just a, a certain Mexican was in the was in the gravel. Did he win the last race? Uh, yeah, it did, yeah. And he also locked up at the same point in FP3 as well. <laughs> I went into the gravel and he goes, you know what? I can't be arsed today. <laughs> into the gravel. Fuck this. And then, straight away, blamed the car. Yeah, I do like it. Well, if you don't blame the car quick enough, then the blame's on you. Yeah, yeah. It must be like a millisecond. Just he's like, oh, no. Oh, yes, this car's broke. Blah, blah, blah. Damn. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, he was the first car out as well, so it made it made for an yeah. interesting session. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing as well. Like, he was out pretty early as well. You don't really see Red Bull lights straight away. No, and I actually, lo and behold, boom! I actually is. think they messed their strategy up for the whole whole of qualifying because a lot of cars went out for a double warm up lap, and that I think that hindered Max in the end because I think Max was always going to get pole. But uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> Max was always going to get pole, but um, I, I think the cars were only so close because it all meant it, it was all about being on track at the last point, and I think that's why Mercedes had a portal blinder. I still think Mercedes are a second behind, but they've had a fantastic session. So, spoiler yeah, alert! Just them being, I think them just being out on track at the right time, like you said, has helped them massively, and obviously the evolution of the track. If it was a normal, if it was a normal session, nobody would, would be anywhere near them. No, like, oh. I, I think Aston Martin would still have, still would have been quicker as well. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, everyone was running off, wasn't there? I mean, Albon had took a spin. Max also uh, wasn't clean; he was over the curbs. People yeah, were really there was a lot of like there was a lot of people, a lot of people snapping quite a bit as well. And you've seen a lot of like corrections, like from like loads of drivers. You had Hamilton doing it, you had Verstappen doing it. Norris, he took away gravel. Leclerc took gravel, gravel run as well. Yeah, uh, well, Clark shot gravel right up into Russell's face. Just <laughs> straight up, straight up. There. Take, take some gravel stones. Just proper Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, take, you take that out. But no, it, was, it was like proper, like you had Logan, Logan Sargent as well. He had, he, had, he had times deleted. He had to go back out again. No. It, was, it, it was weird seeing Williams... It's like every time Williams have a good qualifying, one car does well, and the other car is dreadful. Well, <laughs> they yeah. never seem to get. Uh, we we knew this this last year when they had the goat, uh, Gotifi in the car. You know he was always consistently out in Q one. Whereas like Album was just pushing the car up and up, and you you just you felt sorry for him because so, like how do you get any any kind of information when one car is doing so well and the other car is? Well, this is a great shopping. point. Well, maybe they've got a broader they've got a broader spectrum of uh, R and D scope because they can see what the cars <laughs> like is with someone yeah. shit versus when it's someone decent. Yeah, yeah someone who can actually drive a car is doing well. 
Well, you can see it's the difference between someone getting the seat with talent and someone getting the seat with money, can't you? <laughs> so yeah, this yeah, is, exactly. It's the, same, it's the same situation as last year. Um, Bottas had a shocking qualifying. Well, Alpamero in general had a really bad qualifying today. Yeah, Bottas I wrote came out and said that he literally that was he had he gave it his all. He goes, there was some traffic, but I gave everything in there, and they he was he, he's nineteenth. Yeah, they've, that car's gone back. Technically, the, technically, the technically the slowest person on the track because obviously Perez didn't set time. Oh, yeah, well, that car definitely has gone back in R and D for sure. I think they were quicker oh, yeah. at the start of the season. I mean, last year they were really strong at the start, and it slowly went off. This is a huge drop off. Yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's like, they, were, they were like they were like right up the top, and then now they're just now they're going down and down and down. But I mean, I, I think I think it could be they could struggle to get eight for seventh, and the constructors think they'll be right down there. Yeah, but first of all, they have to. Uh, I, I don't think they've got one concern, McLaren. I think that's no concern for anybody at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So McLaren are going to be. They're just they're they're just pish. Yeah, they're so bad. Maybe they paid Danny Rick too much money to leave. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're the pair out of their R and D budget. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you next season. Here's your payout out of your contract. You're not, you're not doing very well. And he's looking around the garage yeah. thinking, you, you want me to pay? You're paying me to leave this shit. Leave, oh, leave. Okay. okay. Uh, I'll, I'll also take your new R and D budget for next year. I'll take your wind tunnel time. He's got their only win. That's what's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. He's, he's got their only win. He's, he's, he's just fucked him off. And now he's out there making YouTube videos and fucking Instagram. Oh, he's just like living the dream, isn't he? Just has to do. Yeah. Doesn't have to perform to any sort of target. He's not accountable for any sort of like anything. So he just needs to do R and D and simulations. And then he's um, just on Instagram, just Instagram, doing runs, just laughing. Did you see that he sneakily rubbed in the um, McLaren? He was he didn't uh, uh, like a sort of press, and he was driving an orange tractor. No, I didn't know. Hilarious. So uh, yes, so Q one we lost uh, Perez. He obviously locked up into. Corner th- in the turn three and went into the gravel and then blamed the car. Then we had Bottas, who had a shock and qualifying, had gave it a gave it his all, but is technically the slowest driver on the track. Then we have Logan Sargent in eighteenth. Yep. Yeah, the, the millionaire driver from yep, complete opposite of uh, Albon. And then we have Guan Yu Zhou in seventeenth, and the sister Alfa Romeo ahead of his teammate. And then we have in 16th, Oscar Piastri. Sorry, Piastri. The local boy, Pasty, sorry. Oscar Pasty. <laughs> the local, the local Australian, who, yeah, was quite poor, actually. Um, he said, he did say that it may have been a bit of um, naivety on his bit of like an actual rookie mistake. They tweaked the front wing when he came in during Q1, and that didn't give him the performance he needed. So at least he's kind of admitted that, you know, he's still learning, which is good to see, you know, they, he will make mistakes this year. So, yeah, that is the people that we lost in Q1. Yeah, Q2 was also just as interesting. It was just the whole qualifying was absolutely mad. But what was really interesting to see was Albon and Hulkenberg during that session, who are flying in Q2. 
Like Hulkenberg looked really strong. Like at, at, like at times he, he was just sitting comfortably in the top three for ages, just sitting there. But he just went unnoticed. He like he would just be sitting there, just he'd be like it would because obviously they do little like they were doing loads of warm ups. He'd be like twenty seconds down, then next thing you know there he is in third, just chilling. Like the man hasn't drove for years, and here he is, and he's been consistent this season. I mean, his his Q two time was uh, two tenths quicker than his Q three time. So that's huge. Yeah, huge he was. Jump. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he done really well. To be fair, <clears throat> really, really well. Oh, like but... he was in the seven. He was in the seventeens, like mid seventeens. Uh, an album just has the quickest middle sector every session, every, every lap. He still yeah. finished with uh, purple middle. Yeah, so if you didn't know, Albon finished the day with a purple middle sector and a Williams. He was absolutely flying every single time. Every time he's seen his name pop up, it was just Albon middle sector purple. Albon middle sector purple. I can't purple, wait. Purple. I can't wait to see their car in like a uh, Monza sort of track because basically that Williams runs as a zero downforce. <laughs> <laughs> zero. Probably by the time Monza comes along, they'll have no sponsors and no paint again. <laughs> just be running an absolute shell of a car just to make it faster. Uh, <clears throat> drivers then we lost in uh, Q2 are... Uh, Nick DeFries, who looked like he was having a pretty average sort of day out there. Not not very good. Uh, Magnussen, who just, just had nothing in terms of uh, comparing to Hulkenberg. Norris, who I probably yeah, got the best he probably got the best out of the car, considering. Yeah. When they when they told him, they're like, uh, that's P3, that's P13, Lando. He's like, yes, I know. <laughs> he is not in a good place. No. I think he leaves that team next year. Mm. He'll take well, the re- we'll, we'll he'll take we'll just... he'll take the rest of the he'll... wind tunnel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'll just be left. McLaren will have a scraps. Uh, next year, their wind tunnel will be like just a tube of like kitchen roll in the middle with just a fan blowing into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just the Pringles tube. Yeah, yeah. And Zach Brown, Zach Brown, many fans. No, no fan. They can't afford the electricity. <laughs> just Zach Brown, Zach Brown blowing. <laughs> With a three mini toy car in the middle, just just trying to figure out. <laughs> it would be like one of the last remaining Landon Norris merchandise they'll have, yeah. just in there, all all, all bit up, just. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, in P twelve, Sonoda. Uh, who did you see him at the Waybridge? No, oh, it's a mad. He basically, he's a pretty angry man. He's a pretty angry man as it goes, uh, Yuki. But he's just losing his shit, losing his shit, big, <laughs> big time. He was like proper losing it at the Waybridge. He, I think he could come in at the wrong angle, and they kept having him to reverse, and he was just, <laughs> he was absolutely having like a fit in the car, a fit. Well, no wonder because. Reversal in F1 car isn't as easy as what people think. <laughs> Those cars aren't really designed to go backwards. <clears throat> then, uh, then coming in 11, Ocon, who missed out by 007, 00, uh, 0.007. So that is unbelievably yeah. close. I don't think he was happy. No, 
Well, I think there was something to do with traffic, I think he was saying. I think, well, you know what you need to do? Drive faster. Yeah, yeah. Don't be slow. <clears throat> but, I mean, considering I mean, all the truck cars are on the track and there was five less each round, it felt like there was heavy traffic all the time. Yeah, like a lot, yeah. Like, Lewis got held up in Q3 by Hulkenberg when he got out of his way. Just driving in front of him, but, like, nobody had anywhere to go. Because <laughs> everybody was still, everyone was a standout. Yeah, that, that looked mad, being madly being held up. I couldn't believe how bad he was held up. He was like, should I go then or not go? And then he just like, cut the corner. Yeah, he was like, just trying, like, what, like, like, trying to get in. Do? And he was like, no, I can't, I can't get past. But uh, Hamlin at one stage was on pole. I was like, yeah. there's no fucking way he's going to get his ninth record pole at Australia. And obviously he didn't. No. It does need to be a change in conditions, I think, to rein the red ball in. I mean, as always, Max was complaining about the uh, drive shaft, which I think now is like Hamilton complaining about the tyres are gone. I think it's Red, Bull, Red yeah. Bull's version, so it makes yeah, Max look, look like he's still amazing. Yeah, do, do you think Max's PR team have just watched all Hamilton's videos and been like, oh, he always complains about his tyres, and then he, he wins? Yeah. And people say, my God, how do you drive with them tyres? Yeah. Max, yeah, so every race now you need to complain about your drive shift <laughs> and your gears and say that they're messed up and then win the race by about a thousand miles and everyone will say, my God, how did he do it? It's interesting, isn't it? Because he proper complained and then in the debrief at the end of the quality, he's sort of brushed, brushed it off and I'm like, well, which one is it, Max? <laughs> which one yeah. is it? And then they asked, they asked Horner about it and he was like, no, no, there was no issue. Hmm. Every driver, every hmm. driver just has... Um, He's like, no, no, no issue. And um, what you're talking about is not what the problem was. Every driver has their own setup. So, yeah, it was fine. Hmm. You're like, hmm. Hmm. I just don't believe anything comes out of that camp at all, ever. Apparently, no. in the last session, we were going to get rain. Last. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last minute was supposed to be rain. I didn't see rain. Yeah. I didn't see any either. Classic. But it made all the teams panic. So, everyone was on the track from the word go. <laughs> yeah. Because Sanchez is like, is there rain? They're like, yep, last minute, last minute science, but we really can't listen mm-hmm. to Ferrari strategy, uh, strategists because they're obviously all idiots. <clears throat> but the, yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari, absolutely nowhere today. No. Starting fifth and seventh Ferrari. Um, you mean just the, don't look on the, it at all? You mean the Italian McLaren? <laughs> yes. The, yeah. 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 Um, there, I think um, Ferrari bring out their own LED sponsors. So, um, <laughs> they were awful. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, they're like, uh, yeah. Who ever thought LED sponsors an F1 car was a good idea? Um, they must be like, this is the future. Oh no, McLaren, no shit. That's it done. But yeah, uh, Ferrari, not great. Just didn't really seem anywhere near. Like, um, but I'm saying we haven't seen the true pace of the Ferrari like all day, and you're like, even at the end, you're like, we haven't seen anything like. There's the you, you would expect Ferrari to be quick, yeah, but they're yeah. nowhere near. Well, I don't think they have a quick. I think well, when you look at the yeah, they're rubbish. But when you look at the grid, I mean, <laughs> you expect Aston to beat them. Aston have a quicker car this year. Aston to beat them. You expect Mercedes to beat them. So actually, that that's exactly where they should be. They are rubbish. They are seventh, and Sainz is lucky to get fifth, only because Stroll is not Alonso. And Perez uh, went for a trip to the gravel for some reason. 
Yeah. So if if the, if Perez was up there, then you're probably possibly looking at sixth and eighth, maybe for Ferrari. Yeah. Which you wouldn't expect, but as you said there, you know, as the Martin or quicker, Mercedes yeah, are looking better, and Red Bull are Red Bull. I'm just surprised Signs out qualified Leclerc. That was for me. I think Leclerc's the fastest. Yeah. Faster driver. Yeah, Leclerc didn't look Leclerc didn't look on it today though. Like he didn't look on it at all. I think he went too early on his first run on Q3. I think because Science did a second warm up lap and Leclerc was proper pushing. So potentially that would have something to do with it. But yeah, well, they weren't great today. Um, but yeah, uh, tenth. Obviously, we had Hockenberg who was flying, looking really good in that has in that has car. Um. You pointed out some Haas sponsors, which made you laugh. <laughs> I think Haas have the best sponsors on the grid with Palm Springs <laughs> and Chipotle. <laughs> so <laughs> in America, <laughs> they, all they do, all they do, they're missing Taco Bell, and they've got a full circle. Yeah. Taco <laughs> Bell, <laughs> Wendy's, just, yeah, just, just all the, anyone that will take us. Bud Light, <laughs> maybe chucking a Nando's as well while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Best sponsors on the grid, for sure. None of this splunked shit. Yeah. yeah. Splunked, if you're listening, I'll be happy to, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> With some LED screens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the F1 Put Round Podcast, brought by LED Screen, sponsored by Splunk. <laughs> Sounds too similar to something else. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> he calmed down. But no hug. Um, really good, really good. Coming in tenth. I love though when like smaller teams get into the top ten, they just sit in the garage ages, just going, "Yep, no point of us going out." But he went out, set a time for a podium. And yes, I just want to take the conversation back one second. Do you think if we, when we do get sponsored by uh, some big corporation brand, we'll be like the Majestic Stadium or the Sports Direct Stadium where we change our name based on the sponsor because we were that much of a sellout? So we'll be Splunked F1. <laughs> F1 Splunk. Splunk. I'm willing to change the name, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm, I'm willing to sell my soul for money. Uh, talking about uh, sponsors and uh, donations. Just get me out of retail, people. Get me out of retail. <laughs> get me out of retail. That should be the name of the podcast. Get me out of retail. <laughs> F one get F one get me out of retail. Get me out of the nine to five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just quickly, while we're still on that subject, I just want to thank everyone else that has made, made donations, especially uh, we had a sizable donation recently from uh, Green Sheep. Big thank you. Uh, anyone out listening out there, please make sure you follow. I don't want don't, you don't have to send us money, but just at least follow. <laughs> yeah. <That'd be> great. <laughs> that is that is that is part of what you have. if you listen, you have to send me money. <laughs> That's part of project. Get me out of retail. <laughs> yeah. There is now a GoFundMe page. <laughs> yeah, called Airphone getting out of retail. Just <laughs> please give us money to retire. Yeah. <laughs> please, uh. for love of God, help. <laughs> for the love, that's the, the description in the bio. For the love of God, help. <laughs> for the love of God, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm in retail. Get me out of here. All right, moving back to F1. Uh, yes. So in, in ninth, Pierre Gasly. Uh, I think that's the first time he's made it to Q3 in Melbourne. I think he only ever been um, in Q2 twice before or once before. So big well done to Pierre Gasly. And I qualify on his teammate. And possibly ninth was probably the best. Well, you know, not... Lavrex, I, I had the impression that you forgot his teammate's name. Yes, <laughs> to my knock on. Which is good for Gasly coming into a new team. And then we have in eighth place, Mr. Purple Sector in the middle, Alexander Album. Very, very, very strong qualifying. Very, very good. Seventh place, we have Charles Declare. Per showing from him. Sixth place, we have Lance Money Stroll, Ivich. He separates the fries for tomorrow. Probably the best <clears> he could do with his ability. Fifth, we have Carlos Sainz. The faster of the two Ferraris today. In fourth place, we have Mr. I'm still in the past 2007, Fernando Alonso. Talking about 2007. Yeah, I'll I'm come a... up to that. Okay. Um, Alonso also had a dig at Mercedes at the end of qualifying. Uh, he says that Yes, we expected Mercedes to be there, as they always talk about how bad their car is. <laughs> and then Science was like, yes, I agree. Because they're yeah. both being interviewed at the same time. He says he doesn't know why Mercedes always play down their car when it's obviously good. Well, no, because it's not... On... That's... Do you know why that is? And I can tell you, Alonso, if you're listening, um, because they want to win. And if it's not winning, yeah. the car's not good enough. Simple. They're not yeah. like you aiming for second. They're aiming for one. Yeah. And at yeah, the moment, there's, there's a team that's a second ahead. So yeah, so you, you need keep, to shut up. You want to keep aiming for below par? That's up to you. Yeah. Mercedes are a different breed, mate. Yeah. And moving into the top three for tomorrow's race. In third place, we have Lewis Hamilton, who said that he was actually happy before he is uh, in third. Uh, he <laughs> said, obviously, his second lap in Q3 wasn't as good as his first one. As his first one, he was on pole. But he says that's what it is. He had a bit of traffic at the beginning and his first sector wasn't great, but he's not putting it down to that. He did say that tomorrow he is hoping, hoping for a Melbourne 2007 start. Uh, if you haven't watched that, by the way, Please go and watch it. It's Hamden's first ever start in F1. And it's just incredible. <laughs> it is so good for a rookie to do that. Brilliant. So hopefully we'll see that tomorrow. Then in second place, we have George the Enderman Russell. Mr. Not Mr. Oh, it's not too shabby. <laughs> uh, in second place, a good, good, good lap from George. Um, obviously, with mixed conditions, the Mercedes are closer to the Red Bull. But still not close enough. Uh, he put it down to maybe their jet lag program that they're on. And then we have in pole position his first ever pole in Melbourne. The guy who has all the issues of the car that don't exist is Mr. Max Verstappen. I'm surprised you used his name. I was thinking you might go try and work, do a workaround. 
it's too early in the morning for me to start flying about with nicknames for for him for he who should not be named. But no, um, yeah, you know, they said it was a tricky qualifying for Red Bull and Verstappen, but that car just needs one lap and he opened up a massive gap <laughs> and nobody was getting close to him. So, so yeah. all in all, it was a very predictable pole position. And I don't think anyone knew that expected that anyone but Red Bull would get it. I think obviously the big surprises of the day were Perez going out in Q1, Bottas not doing well, uh, Huckleberg up to 10th, Albon in the 8th, and the Ferraris not being quick, and Mercedes look like they're getting there. Um, if this is what Mercedes' car is like without upgrades, we can only hazard a guess to what their car is going to be like once they bring in the upgrades to Emila, which they say are going to improve the car. So, you know, it could be an interesting couple of races for Mercedes. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Very interesting qualifying. Let's see what the race will be like. Is it going to be wet or not? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I think it might be dry. I do know that uh, the Red Bulls are the only cars with two sets of hard tyres, so that will come into play tomorrow. Everyone else only has one, so that could be interesting. So they could literally, they could probably go soft, hard, hard or something like that, or while well, the teams are struggling with mediums. But I think... Tomorrow, I probably think after maybe lap three or four, Verstappen's going to be in clear on his own far well ahead. He'll just have his own race, I think, tomorrow. I think the battle will be, obviously, Russell, Hamilton, Alonso. I think them three will pull away from everyone else. Them three could, could be an interesting battle. Uh, it'll be not too sure about Perez, how far he's going to get through the field. We've seen him do it before with different cars, but will he be able to Dale Max Verstappen from Jeddah and work his way through the field as quickly. This track's not as quick as Jeddah. Um, and if the conditions are anything like today, then it could be quite difficult for him to come from last. <clears throat> but I still think Perez will probably end up scoring points tomorrow. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I'll be interested to see the Mercedes battle tomorrow, how that plays out. And uh, yeah, so, I'm hoping Hulkenberg uh, can hold on to some points because he's deserved it. Yeah. His qualifying in the last two uh, two sessions have been great. So let's see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think tomorrow I might end up being Verstappen, maybe Russell. I don't know. It's tight. It's tight for for third. I think. <clears throat> I'll say Hamilton. I'll go with the way the grid is now. Okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, my prediction for tomorrow. As we wrap this up, I will go Alonso, Hamilton, Russell. I don't think Max is going to win it. I think he's going to have an issue. Interesting. And and I'm basing that on this stat that all drivers that got um, their 101th podium won the next race. I think that's the stat. Oh, every driver. I'll get. I'll find the stat, and, uh, the exact stat, and give you it tomorrow that, in tomorrow's okay. podcast. <laughs> this could be something Donald made up, but here Maybe. we go. Uh, lastly, just so, quickly, because we we need to wrap this up quickly. I just wanted to mention the birds that keep trying to die. Yes, yeah, stop it, birds! Get off the track and stop trying to get yourself slaughtered. Well, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Unless um, you're some birds here wanting to get run over <laughs> on the track today, <laughs> it's going to be an exciting race. That's for sure. Um, please follow 
and uh, like. Uh, we'll put the videos up as well. And uh, if you're not already listening via uh, V for Fee app, please do so. It would help support us a lot uh, using a V for Fee supporting apps. But please, more people that follow, the better. It's been a pleasure. That's been me, Dom. For those who don't know what V for Fee is, Dom, can I explain quickly what V for Fee apps are? Because everyone who do this podcast has no idea. <laughs> v for Fee is value for value. <laughs> So it means it gives you the opportunity to do micro donations if you would like to when listening to us to help us support us making this beautiful podcast. And if you don't want to do it that way, I will personally link my bank account details <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> your your one euro will be emptied out by the end of, end of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will buy me that bottle of water that keeps me going. Well, guys, we speak. We see you guys tomorrow. Yes, uh, we'll be back on tomorrow for the race podcast. Uh, it'll be slightly later on, as I will be working all day after the race, but we will have it out, hopefully, tomorrow night. This has yeah. been me, Ryan. It's been me, Tom. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplerain at gmail.com. Or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at f1purplerain.